Itami Media Group's 2 million download celebration. Hami Media would like to say thank you to all of our sponsors for supporting our free independent media platform. As we continue to grow with listener and sponsor support, we look forward to partnering with other creators looking to grow their audience, artists, debuting their work, and offering the best artisan products for our listeners to enjoy. Thank you to the following sponsors. Stevie Richards Fitness. Stuck at home? Gym's closed? You can be a band new you anywhere with the Stevie Richards Fitness Resistance Band Training Program. Head over to StevieRichardsFitness.com and join the SRF Resistance today. Zordos Olive Oil. Zordos Olive Oil. Imported ultra premium Greek olive oil. Available now at ZordosOliveOil.com. Taste the difference for yourself. The Coffee Brosters at TheBrosters.com. The only place to get the limited edition Vince Russo Bro Coffee. Get up and have a cup of bro, bro. Exclusively from thebrosters.com. ProWrestlingTees.com. The best way to support your favorite independent wrestlers, podcast, and hosts from Hami Media Group and Russo brand is to get their merchandise exclusively at ProWrestlingTees.com. Podcorn.com. Podcorn is the place for podcasters and sponsors to network, find guests, sell ad space, and create new opportunities to build your brand at podcorn.com. And Hami Media Group welcomes our newest sponsor, Tech Memes Ride Home Podcast. When the New Yorker magazine asked Mark Zuckerberg how he gets his news, he said the one news source he definitely follows is Tech Meme. For more than two years and 700 episodes, the Tech Meme Ride Home has been Silicon Valley's favorite tech news podcast. The Tech Meme Ride Home is a daily podcast, only 15 to 20 minutes long, and every day by 5 p.m. Eastern, it's all the latest tech news. But it's more than just headlines. You can get a robot to read your headlines. The Tech Meme Ride Home is all the context around the latest news of the day. It's all the top stories, the top posts, tweets, and conversations about those stories, as well as behind the scenes analysis. The Tech Meme Ride Home is like TLDR as a service. The folks of Tech Meme are online all day reading everything so they can catch you up. So listen to the one podcast anyone who's anyone in Silicon Valley listens to every single day. Search your podcast app now for Ride Home and subscribe to the Tech Meme Ride Home podcast. Thank you to all of our sponsors, subscribers, followers, guests, producers, and hosts of Hami Media Group. Two million downloads for Hami Media Group is all because of your efforts and support. Vader betrayed and murdered my father. Your father was seduced by the dark side of the Force. He ceased to be Anakin Skywalker and became Darth Vader. When that happened, the good man who was your father was destroyed. So what I told you was true from a certain point of view. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the New Force Order debate show from a certain point of view. I am... One third of the hosts, 
I am the Greek god Papadon, a.k.a. GGP. Along with me tonight, we have the distinct pleasure of having the medical droid who delves in medicine and toy collecting and stealing other people's thunders and breaking all the female droids' hearts. <laughs> but unfortunately, our Sith Lord is still MIA. I guess he's going around trying to find all the uh, force of children so you can try to conjure up an army to storm Kathleen Kennedy's house but well, that's another story for another time <laughs> introduce yourself my friend uh, I am the dark lord of the podcast the, <laughs> the, the rampaging river kiss the butcher your boy Darth Spur. no I'm actually not I am smarter than 2-1-B more technical than FX7 the god of steel and thunder your boy Dr. Destroyer Alex Royal. So, ladies and gentlemen, from this show, from a certain point of view, what we do is we take a certain topic, aspect of Star Wars, and we hit it from different angles. We talk about it, and we try to have a nice discussion slash debate how we see something differently from a certain point of view. So, we were talking on the main show originally about this whole Disney retcon, and we have a little bit of an insider who works at Disney. Um, We call him Kayfabasaurus. He's a dinosaur. And he told us that there is some serious connotations going on, some serious news and moves and shenanigans transpiring between the masses over at uh, Disney that they're looking to retcon this, the sequel trilogy. Uh, so we said that Johnny Favs is all for it. Kathleen Kennedy's against it. That is what is being told to us. Take it with a grain of salt, if you will. So we started getting into the talk about well, how would we recon this the sequel trilogy? And Doc, I've told you to put a pin in it because you were saying the following and go. I was saying that uh, I think if uh, Disney really decides to go back on all their Star Wars stuff that they've given us for the last, well, most of the Star Wars stuff they've given us for the last six, seven years, it's going to really cause this chaos and this even bigger rift in the fandom because... It's basically them admitting that they made a mistake. And, you know, we they've already admitted, I think, personally, I think that they've already admitted that they made some mistakes with The Last Jedi when they um, put in certain scenes in The Rise of Skywalker, like the scene where Luke Skywalker is apologizing for being a dick when Rey first uh, appeared to him on Octu and decided not to train her, decided to turn his back on her. Um, okay. So this is yes. this is the meat and potatoes right now. I'm sorry is, to cut here you it off. is. Sorry, no, that's why I want you to cut me off. So you're saying, and here this is the topic of the show. You're saying stuff from the the last um, movie of Star Wars, Episode Nine, aka The Rise of Skywalker, kind of contradicts or nullifies anything that was presented in Episode Eight, The Last Jedi. Not, Not anything. Everything. Specific things. Specific things. And your first, your first topic, your first bullet point if you will, was Luke's character arc or Luke's presence in The Rise of Skywalker totally contradicting what he said in The Last Skywalker, correct? Yes, his, okay. his, uh, his statements and his, um, his actions. So please elaborate. Give me an example and I'll, I'll retort. Okay, so uh, when we saw him in The Last Jedi, it was the first you know, scene that we popped into with him holding the lightsaber. Flicks it behind his head. He says, uh, no thanks. Uh, I'm out of here. And then disappears. You know, we, we see this Jedi Master Luke Skywalker who was wearing these regal Jedi Master robes. For what reason For what reason was he re- wearing these robes in Octu? If he was literally going to turn change into Hermit Luke clothes five seconds later. So 
he was just doing it because he knew someone who was coming to visit him today. He was wearing these robes. Was it to throw us off, to swerve us? Or did Ryan Johnson really not follow the script and do whatever he wanted to do um, and not follow the playbook that J.J. had put had had, had before him there? Um, I thought that was an odd thing that we see him in this Jedi Master outfit. And all of a sudden, he's like, no, no, I'm this hermit guy. I'm not that guy you saw five minutes ago. Um, so he doesn't want to play the game. He doesn't want to train. He doesn't want to do anything. Then reluctantly, reluctantly during the episode, decides to train her after she leaves and comes back and all this other, you know, poppycock bullshit. Um, and then in The Rise of Skywalker, he appears to her in a force vision and he says, I was wrong when I did all those things, when I didn't want to train you and turn my back on the Jedi and not want to help anybody. I was I was so wrong. I, I, I don't know. He gives no explanation into his his psyche, into why he did the things that he did. Um, he just says, oh, I was just wrong. Uh, it seems a little like a cop-out and a cheap to me, and I think that was the biggest stab that J.J. took at, 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 the, at The Last Jedi to try to change the biggest thing, I think, that really made the fans so divisive was the fact that Luke did not act the way he has ever acted in a, um, in a Star Wars movie or you know canon book and or comic book prior to this he acted like not the hero okay i see your point of view you have valid points you're not you're not wrong by any stretch of the imagination what i will attribute uh or add to your statement is the following luke in episode eight was a a grizzled broken individual the thing that broke him according to the execution in episode 8 was him turning his lightsaber on his nephew after realizing how much evil was in him yep. or so, his potential for that evil or that exactly a lot of people were upset at that saying how would he even light his saber to try to kill his own family well there's been many times in the past Return of the Jedi where Luke taps into his dark side potential but doesn't fully go 100% dark side. Doesn't go yes. full retard like in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> so, um... You're serious? You don't know. <laughs> Everybody knows you never go full retard. What do you mean? Check it out. Dustin Hoffman, Rain Man, Luke retarded, act retarded, not retarded. Count two picks, cheated cards. Autistic. Show. Sure. Not retarded. You got Tom Hanks, Forrest Gump. Slow, yes, retarded, maybe. Braces on his legs. But he charmed the pants off next to him and he won a ping pong competition. That ain't retarded. And he was a goddamn war hero. Right. You know any retarded war heroes? You went full retard, man. Never go full retard. You don't buy that? Ask Sean Penn, 2001, I am saying. Remember? Went full retard. Went home empty handed. Then comes to find out uh, in episode nine, he's a force ghost, does a complete 180. I see that. And if you look at it on the grand scale, you know, from a top level summary point of view, that's what you get. But let's deep dive into this bad boy. We'll put on our scuba gear and we'll uh, sh- sh- uh, swim around and realize how. What I feel is this. Luke realizes his mistake when he talks to Yoda. Because Yoda enlightens him and says, 
our failure is our greatest teacher and our students, uh, our greatest thing is to make our students better than who we are yes. in a nutshell, right? Yep. The way they got there with him going to burn the books and then Yoda burning the tree and him yelling at him, but the sacred text was poppycock. It was nonsense. It made no sense whatsoever because he was gory. Maybe he, maybe at that time he was also going full-fledged heel and then pulled it back as he saw Yoda and that brought him back to the light. We don't know. Again, it's the execution that was the problem. Yep. They were both, you know, his execution, in my opinion, in that scene was that they were going too far to the left and then ended up too far to the right. Yep. But not realizing how they got there. They so, shot it on both sides. Exactly. So he gets smartened up by Yoda, realizes that he was being a, a tool bag, and then shows up on crate. Now, sacrifices himself as a diversion so they can get away. It works. Shows up in nine. When he catches the saber after after uh, Ray throws it, so when he does that, and he, and he goes, the line itself, a Jedi should treat his weapon with more respect, is what I think people felt was a smack in the face of that shoulder throw of the the lightsaber. Yes. In the prior episode. Yep. I can see that point of view, but in retrospect, it also is a visual. Uh, indication of his story arc in the matter of two movies. He was down in the dumps, didn't care, and now he's up in the heavens, literally, figuratively, one with the force, realizing that he was wrong. And he tells Ray, I was wrong. But he didn't realize it after he died. He realized it when he spoke it to Yoda in 8. Yep. And after he helped them in 8 escape by sacrificing his life for him, for them. So with all that being said, that scene, in my opinion, is just a continuation of what was given to us by the last Jedi. The one th and then him raising the X-Wing to help Ray get to Exegol. So here's my deal, though. This is where the movies don't talk. If he had the ability to raise the goddamn X-Wing, why don't he just raise the X-Wing in episode eight and fly to Crate and find them and help them out? You know, it could have been help instead for, of help him out for real. You mean, yeah, instead of instead of it being Rose Tico almost killing. Uh, what's his name? Finn, Finn. Finn. It could have been him shooting the battering ram right then and there with the X-Wing landing it, jumping out of it with some cool Jedi yeah, jump out move. Flip. Like, yeah, like the way Obi-Wan did in uh, episode. Phantom yep. Fan yeah. Phantom Menace or whatever. And then. You know, start talking with Kylo. Boom. There you go. It works. Yeah. But again, this is the problem. Sequel trilogy, you didn't talk to each other. So in my opinion, I think the last episode does feel more of a sequel to episode seven and episode eight because episode eight so went off so far the beaten path and people got disgruntled by it but i also feel that it didn't take anything away from episode eight didn't really vanish anything they did they did the life the the, the tracking through hyperspace in the beginning when they were light force skipping we realized that after the fact yep. the only the only thing that i didn't like was palpatine because 
you have this guy kill Snoke, and then shows up and Palpatine's in, you know on a machine. You could have just killed Palpatine right then and there. You know what I mean? Like, why would you become the number two when you're already number one? You know, you're the, and Shrey says again. Who does number two work for? So I think there's a lot of inconsistencies between the two movies, but I also think that's because there's a lot of stuff that's been left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, well, I, th- I think I think you're right because I would have been a lot happier with it if Luke, even in, in the Force Ghost phase, sat down and spoke to Ray a lot more and explained his reasoning and explained why what happened happened and the reason why he made the decisions he made. It, it felt kind of rushed. It felt kind of like, oh, yeah, we were just supposed to take him at face value now because he's Luke Skywalker. Now he's back, you know, blah, blah, blah. He has a little fireside chat with Yoda, literally. Um, but I, I think th- there was more meat on that bone that needed to be pushed out and shown because it just... That's what you know, she like, said. Exactly. Because things, just like you said, just did not did not speak to each other, which is not what we fucking need when it comes to a multi-billion dollar movie and franchise like A Star Wars. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, any other premises in the two movies that you think contradicted each other, like that Luke Skywalker scene from your point uh, of view? Let me see from my point of view. Um, you know, there was, uh, we talked about this previously, about the fact that there was not a lot of Rose Tico. Um, I think that was probably done for a couple of reasons. You know, the, the excuse they gave for it was the fact that she had a lot of scenes with Leia and they cut a lot of that stuff out of there. I think really the excuse is that people fucking couldn't stand her and they wanted to kind of remove her from, from the scene. So she's not, um, driving people crazy because again, she was a, you know, one of the faces of the last Jedi. So I think that's definitely one of them as well. Your thoughts. I wouldn't say you're too far fetched or too far off from that theory we do know that ego does play a part in an entertainment business in any genre or aspect could it be that he did want just like how the first line to uh episode seven is this will make things right was a little bit of a pot shot at in my opinion at lucas and the prequels oh i didn't realize that too interesting and they uh they didn't mention anything with the prequels at all nope. in the nope. sequel trilogy. Not a granted, it's granted it's eighty years later, seventy years later, but at the same time, it's still a big freaking part of the Star the story. So they only mentioned Darth Sidious and Darth Vader. That's it. You know? Yeah. Um I think she's not in the movie mainly due to that reason. Um, because when you think of Rose Tico, you think of Last Jedi. Now, is that by design through Disney, I, uh, Lucasfilm, or JJ? The world will may never know. But, you know, you're not off. You're not too far off the beaten path, in my opinion. I can't, I can't argue with you on that, bro, because there's no valid rhyme or reason on why she was missing from the majority of the film. Except yeah. I liked Rose Tico as a character. I thought she was a great character. I just think they wrote some stupid lines for her. And, you know, the, the, the execution of the entire... Look, I love episode eight, The Last Jedi. I think it's a good film, you know? Uh, I do first too, I, you know that. We talked about I that know that. Times. I just think that now that we sit back, we're able to watch it over and over again and watch it and, you know, analyze it to the fullest extent of analyzation... We can see that the execution of many things is the problem. 
Yeah. Well, listen, I, I personally think they shouldn't have gone out of their way to try to change things that happened in that movie. They should have gone out of the way to try to strengthen things that happened in that movie. Because if you have faith in your product and you want to, this is the message you want to put out, don't turn your back on certain things and say, oh, it was Sith magic and alchemy. That's how uh, Palpatine is back, you know? Let's just explain it via, via shit that no one ever is going to fucking understand. Or let's talk about Luke and do this and change this. Take your characters, build that character you know that 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 characterization for them that you have already their story and continue with it if people think it's a failure it's maybe like i said you you and i both loved it i didn't think it was a, i thought they treated luke differently than i would have anticipated them to treat him but i still think it brought a little more richness and depth to his character because like we said before he gave up he didn't want to do this anymore he was done being the hero of the galaxy and i can totally understand someone having that point of view and coming from there it's like you know what this is not i i i, I did my part i can't anymore i can't put the weight of the fucking universe on my shoulders anymore i i understand that and they should have taken that and they should have ran with that because that's an important theme to bring forward it's it's an evolution of a character who is now went from the golden boy to now i can't do this anymore because it's fucking with my head and for lots of and they had the reasons that they had the reasons he lost his school he lost his students he almost killed his 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 nephew there's so much meat right there they could have taken that and exploded from it but they decided to kind of take the cheap way out and be like oh well you know i really didn't mean that yeah no I can't argue with that. Uh, again, it's execution. It all comes down to execution. And unlike uh, Bret Hart, these guys are not the excellence of execution. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They uh, decided to go in 70%, 77%, whatever the case may be, as a full-fledged 100% and explaining certain things and uh, deciphering certain matters where they should have went 200%, in my opinion. And that's one of the main things, you know? Um Anyway, you know, listen, people, you guys want us to talk about certain topics on this show from a certain point of view. You have a certain aspect of Star Wars lore that you think can be seen from different perspectives. Let us know. Newforceorder at yahoo.com. Doc, let them know where they can find you at. Instagram, Dr. DR underscore Destroyo, D-E-S-T-R-R-O-Y-O, Facebook, Alex Royo, Twitter, Alex Royo, MD. Find me at Greek Papadon on Facebook and Instagram, uh, yeah, <laughs> Demetrius Papadon on Facebook. Greek God Papadon is the YouTube page. Pro Wrestling Tea slash Greek God Papadon is a pro wrestling tea store. Find all three of us at NFO underscore podcast on Twitter. New Force Order on Instagram. Official New Force Order on Facebook. New Force Order is the YouTube page. Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, comment. And, um, Thank you for joining us. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed the discussion that we had tonight. We kind of booked it on the fly. We had a different topic to talk about, which we'll, we'll talk about on the future from a certain point of view because the Sith Lord wasn't here. So I think he would have uh, cried into his pillow if he didn't talk about it with us. So uh, thank you for joining us and giving your eyes and your ears and let us know. What do you think? Do you think the way Luke's character was portrayed in 8? was contradicted in episode nine or retcon or totally uh nullifies his past transactions in episode eight let us know how you feel look luke was booked in the sequel trilogy new force order at yahoo.com this has been another awesome awesome debate show 
Brought to you by the new Force Order. For life. And that's just too sweet. <laughs>